Welcome to the Three Tomatoes Happy Hour, and we do love happy hour and the clinking of glasses and cheers to all you fabulous women who are fully living your lives at every age and every stage. And here's the best news, every hour is happy hour. So whether you clink cheers with your coffee mug or your afternoon cappuccino, remember as the song says, it's five o'clock somewhere. Join us for some grown-up fun, interesting and stimulating conversations that will motivate, inspire, or just make you laugh. And for more grown-up fun, visit our website, The Three Tomatoes, and the three is spelled out, and sign up for our newsletters. Now sit back and relax and enjoy the episode. What if you could fulfill your heart's deepest dreams and recapture the joy of your life? Who would you be if nothing were standing in your way? I'm Cheryl Benton, your happy hour host today, and my guest has helped thousands of people break through their fears and live their dreams. Sonia Satra is a mind-body expert and award-winning motivational speaker who brings her passion for helping people achieve their goals to thousands of individuals, companies, and groups every year. She's the founder and CEO of Modicize, an award-winning wellness program that combines movement with mindset. She's also an actress, a former star of Guiding Light and One Life to Live, and she recently played Gloria Steinem in Amazon's American Playboy. So welcome, Sonia. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. So you're just you're just one one busy lady, and we've we've had the pleasure of of. Um, being involved with you and knowing you and being involved with several of our Three Tomatoes events. And you're just such a dynamo of positive energy. That's the only way I can describe <laughs> you. And I'm always at awe. Sometimes you do our little our little breaks to help everyone get up. And I'm always amazed how in just a little three to five minute break, how you get an audience up and on its feet and energized and motivated. So thank you for doing that. Oh, my pleasure. And your events are always so great and informative, too. So it's fun. It's a good combination. Yeah. So we always love to first talk to people about how they got to doing what they're doing now. And people always just have an interesting pathway, I think, along the way. So let's talk about how you went from being an actress to creating this wellness business. I know. I'm like, how much time have we got? <laughs> Everybody has their journey. It takes a while. And uh, and yeah, I think when you look back with 2020 hindsight, you're like, oh, yeah, of course, it all makes sense. But when you're going through it, none of it makes sense. <laughs> but, um, so I was acting, obviously, for many, many years. And uh, and that was wonderful. But when I was pregnant with my kids, I just or my daughter, my first daughter, I decided that I I don't know. I was going to get a life coaching certification. I had always been interested in mindset and being in acting and, and having to deal with just an onslaught of rejection. I had studied mindset for my own purposes and had a coach before people even knew what coaching was. And it really was life-changing for me. And so I thought it would be fun just to get certified for fun. And uh, and then after my daughter was born, I kind of went back to acting, but was still doing a little coaching. And then I was introduced to speaking. And then I was doing all of it, but kind of wasn't really doing anything really, really well. So I decided I was going to focus more on uh, the coaching and the speaking. I really loved, love, love seeing people 
overcome their fears and to go for their dreams. I guess it was something I had done with acting because that was certainly not part of our family history. And, um, and it's, and that's just very exciting to me. And so I was doing that. And then one day when I was planning an event for, I became the president of the New York Speakers Association and I was planning some luncheon and just sort of throughout, like, does anybody actually like these luncheons? Wouldn't it be more fun to go down to Chelsea Piers and do the wall? (laughs) (laughs) They all looked at me like, seriously? (laughs) I don't think we're going to be able to do that. But, um, but that's, but so they didn't know that part about me, but I adventure had always been a big part of my life. And so many life lessons had come from different things that I had done, whether it was skydiving or climbing mountains or bungee jumping something. And, uh, I thought, yeah, I love doing this. And so I was challenged that day by one of the speakers. They said, well, if you had six weeks, what would you do? And kind of at a default, I was like, well, maybe I would do the wall, like climb the wall of your life. Like what's standing in that way. And so she's like, okay. So she helped type out copy and she's like, here you go, go do it. (laughs) (laughs) Six weeks later, I did my very first adventure. So it was a two hour workshop on, you know, what's standing in the way of your life. And then let's embody it. Let's put that into action and go climb the wall. Let's reach new heights. And it was great. It was fantastic. And people really loved it. So I continued on with the trapeze and that was letting go. And we kayaked to the Statue of Liberty. And that was about navigating the, you know, the waters of your life or the finding flow amidst all of that, the currents. And, um, and, and many more. And, and that was really cool. And then that was the beginning of, of actually doing self-development, self-improvement, combining the mind and body for me. I think coming from acting, that was a big part of who I was and what I had already done. But this merged the mindset with something. And then one day after my son was born, I had like, you know, I was doing 20 minute workouts at the gym. That's all I had time for. (laughs) I was like, let me just go there and come home. And while I was there, I was, you know, watching the big screens because you can't not of bad news and just getting frustrated and feeling kind of down. And I just thought, God, this is not a very efficient way of working out. I'm feeling worse when I leave than when I got there. And mm-hmm. wouldn't it be great if if people, you know, if I was had my vision board or I was thinking, doing all that mindset stuff that I knew worked because I had used it so effectively in my acting career and to get acting jobs. And, uh, and that was the day I was running, literally running on a treadmill. And I was like, well, what if I was in a class and I was prompted with, you know, questions and I was visualizing and I was doing affirmation. Basically it was the beginning of Modesai. So I would stop, write down notes in my phone and then I'd go running again. And then I write down notes and run. And so I literally was implementing Modesai's ads. <laughs> I was creating it. And then after, when I did the research, I found that when you work out, when you get your heart rate up, uh, proteins released in your brain, uh, they, they call it miracle grow or it's BDNF. And it actually starts the creation of new neural pathways. So they find that when you, when you work out, it isn't a very creative time. It's an optimal time for focus and for learning and for creating. And so I thought, what if you harness that and actually use it for creating the life that you really want? 
And that was how it all started. <laughs> that's a great, that's a great story. I love how, I love how you evolved into doing this. And, um, you know, there's a great story there for a lot of people to just sort of follow the things you're passionate about Definitely. and see where they lead you. Because I think that's what leads so many of us into, um, you know, creating next acts and creating, uh, you know, the next interesting, exciting adventure that we're going to be on. Absolutely. Because um, yeah. you don't know. You really no. don't always know. And I think that's frustrating. It was frustrating initially for me, too, because you're like, you want the answer. Like, give me clarity and I'll go do it. But um, you, there's almost just a sort of giving in a level of trust of just follow the fun, follow what you what's meaningful to you and and sort of keep assessing and and just honor that and and no idea is too crazy <laughs> yeah that's such, yeah that's such an important lesson it's a great one I think for women to uh to hear in midlife too because I think so many women get to midlife and they get to a point where they start to feel stuck for some reason or another whatever you know it may be that uh career opportunities have changed or dried up and they're trying to think what to do there or they're at a certain point in their life when they want to take a different direction so it's really good to hear these stories and hear how um how we can keep progressing in that area so now let's talk more about modicize because um you know i just love the whole concept you've talked a little bit about the science and and research uh, are there, I know you've done a lot in that area with the mind body. Are there other, some key, other key findings that, uh, and any, any new research that's come up on the connection between our mind and movement? Um, I mean, there's quite a lot out there. There's a lot of studies in terms of our minds and our bodies. There's a, actually a really interesting study, this maids, uh, study on maids. It's a fairly large study where, um, they interviewed, I think it was like 200, 240, 240 maids. And, uh, and they, they thought they felt that they were overweight and that they weren't exercising. Now, you know, a maid in a hotel, primarily that they were maids in hotels. When you're cleaning all day long, you actually are exercising, but they never labeled it as such. And, uh, so they split the group in half and they took, um, half of them, continued on as doing what they did. And the other half, they would show them how many calories they were burning, how many, how much muscles that they were working out, how they were really, how they were losing weight and, and, um, and, and how everything that they were doing was actually exercise and helping them to lose weight. And they would also do some affirmations around that and, and self-talk around that. And after a month, that the group that was just watching the videos and changing their mindset about the fact that exercise, that, that the, what their work was exercise, they lost like 6% um, body fat or, or of end weight. It was unbelievable. It was just a wow. shift of their mind that made the difference. Nothing else changed. Their work didn't change. Their diet didn't change. They didn't add exercise. All they did was tell them what this was and showed them and like, you know, really got it into their minds that this was exercise. So not guaranteeing that everybody who just thinks about it is going to lose weight, but it's a pretty powerful, uh, it's pretty powerful. They've done lots and lots of studies too around healing and, and thinking they, um, 
yeah, that lots of, lots around, um, there was a, a group that actually wore casts on their legs. This, this one was interesting on their <laughs> arms. And, um, so they hadn't broken anything, but they, um, they just wore casts for six weeks and, but, th- and they imagined that they were lifting weights with that arm and that they were doing all these arm exercises and that they were building muscle and they would visualize the muscle getting large, you know, bigger and they were getting stronger, but they weren't doing a thing. It was literally in a cast. And after six weeks, they also got 20% stronger, never lifted a weight. That is absolutely fascinating. Both it's of those amazing. stories. Wow. Isn't it? It's yeah. incredible what the mind can do, both in the positive and the negative. So it's like, right. you know, you want to make sure you gear it towards what, what you want. And so um, it's just that that connection is so, so powerful. And the more they know about how the heart rate also starts to elevate and make those changes in the brain and the chemicals that are released, it's more than just the endorphins. And if you add the emotional component, like where you get emotionally connected to it, where, you know, you imagine something that you want, you visualize it, and then you get excited about it, Mm -hmm. that also heightens the connectivity um, in the neural pathways. And so it will make the connection stronger. And the more you do it, the more it's almost like a pathway, you know, in the woods where you're, you're tramping it down, it becomes mm-hmm. deeper and deeper and more connected. So that becomes your go-to pathway. Many of us have negative pathways, right? Because what do we do? We repeat over and over all of these negative thoughts or negative visions or all of these doubts and fears. So we reinforce that pathway. But when you start to deepen a different pathway, that then becomes your more go-to path. So that's how you can, in time, make change. But elevating the heart rate, connecting the emotion to it, doing the mind and the body, on a consistent basis will literally change your brain. That's, um, that is very powerful. So that gets us into what modicize is. So can you describe it? Like what's a class like with you and how is this program different than an exercise program? So yeah, how, how is it? So I, it's, it's movement for self-improvement. Um, I used to say it was like having a life coach and an exercise class at the same time. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's kind of what it really is. It's a cardio exercise class. And I do privates and I do group. And I do online now as well. I'll do online programs. Um, and you're, liter- you're prompted. So it works best if there's a specific goal that you have in mind, something that your mind can focus on. Because if it's too wide, it, mm-hmm. your mind, it doesn't have something to latch onto. So one specific goal, and it could be anything. It doesn't, it's not a, have to be a fitness goal. It can be, but I find it even more interesting and helpful with other life goals. And you, um, and then you're prompted on a, a series. It's a series of questions. So I'll start by pulling you into the future. What does that look like? What does it feel like? Again, getting connected, emotionally connected to what that looks like. You've already done it. See it, feel it, be it, you know, and then we kind of step back and then we look at, well, what do you have? And to me, that's one of 
the most important questions. Because often when you come to a challenge or you're in a transition and you don't know necessarily the answers, the first thing you look at are all the things you don't have. You know, well, I need this or I don't have that or I don't have this, right? And so it's about going back to what do you have? You have life experience, you have some form of education or you have a desire. That could just be it. You know, you you have a little bit of extra time, what, whatever it is, but really going through everything you have, who you know, who you know, who might know somebody. And then from that place, taking a look at what you need. Because when you come from a place of resourcefulness, of realizing how much more you actually have, then you think of different things that are more effective to go out and, and pursue and in terms of what you need to go, what kind of research you might need to get, who you might need to connect with or how you take next steps. Um, and then we'll look at what's stopping you. We'll burn a couple of those beliefs. And then, you know, we come at the very end. It's okay. What's one action you're going to go away and do. And then we visualize it again, trying to get that, like practice it, rehearse it in your brain. So when you really go out there and do it, you've already done it once. <laughs> and so, and then celebrate it. Cause that's also an important component is to really celebrate the process of what you're doing and, um, and honor that you're really taking the time for yourself to go through this. So how are you doing that with the exercise? Are you, are you having the conversation first and then exercise it? How does that work? I'm trying to get my wrap my head around that right now. So, it is actually simultaneous. Okay. So, um, so for example, what do you have? Maybe you're jogging and doing some bicep curls, right? Mm -hmm. So what do you have that you can pull in to use, you know, and I try to coordinate the movement with the mindset as much as I can. So, or we'll do a jump rope, you know, so you're doing a little jump rope. What do you have that you can rope in and use right now to pursue this goal? And then maybe what do you need? And I'll do something like, uh, I don't know, lunge grab down. So like, so you're reaching down in a lunge position and grabbing from the floor. Like what else do you need to pull in? Um, or what's stopping you? I'll often do hand motions and feet motions. Like maybe I'll do a backward lunge and pushing out your hands. Like what's stopping you mm -hmm. from moving forward? And then we'll do like this burning thing and I'll just, we'll take it from the inside and we'll literally jump up and burn it and imagine it's going up in flame, but we're doing jumps in between. Like, so you're jumping up and dumping it and burning it, you know, and, and then we'll go into action. So like, uh, maybe you're just doing, um, I don't know what's a, like a skipping. So what's, what's, if you want to skip ahead, um, what's one action you can take to skip forward and have fun and then climbing the ladder, visualizing it. So see yourself doing it mm -hmm. as you're doing like a climbing the ladder. So that's an example of how the, you're physically moving. So you are connecting right. the thought with the, with the motion and you're also thinking about it at the same time. 
Well, I love it. And I know people rave who've joined your program rave about it and they say it's fun and they don't feel like it's an exercise, you know, they don't feel like it's the boring exercise thing. It's something that they really look forward to doing. So that, that, that was like the biggest byproduct that I had no intent. Like yeah. that was nothing I planned was people were like, I love it. Cause I don't feel like I'm exercising. Yes, I love that. I love that. I mean, like, we would yeah. all like to feel like that, that we wouldn't mind doing it. Right. So I, I know that in your, you know, you have your motorized program. You're also a motivational speaker. You lead workshops for corporations and groups. So, and I know you're helping people to get rid of roadblocks that are holding them back. So what are some of the most common roadblocks that you think that people experience or that they, that keep us from achieving what we really want to do? Well, probably the number one is, you know, I'm, I'm not good enough. <laughs> I don't, I'm not enough. Like I just, I'm, I don't have the right education. I don't have the right tools. I don't know how to do this enough. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough money. Um, or I don't have even clarity, enough clarity to move mm -hmm. forward. So those are typically like, those are the ones that people come to me with. And then underneath all of that is really just the fear of, you know, what if I can't pull it off? Right. And so um, we'll backtrack into that and we'll take a look and, and see, you know, like, well, what's really, what's that all about? And where is that coming from? And, you know, how can you move forward? And, and, and how can you just take those little steps to give yourself evidence that you're way more than enough and where in your life have you already proven it because there's not a single person who's come to me who have ever talked to you who hasn't achieved something in their life we all have so very much more than we give ourselves credit for but you know we think of the things that we haven't done or the things that didn't work out exactly well so it's really shifting the and reframing to what did you do how did you do it why did that happen and how can we make that happen again? Um, because you have it. You, you already have the recipe probably for you in terms of how to make it work. And now we just need to apply it to this particular thing. I, I, that's, that is great. That is really excellent. So I know that you like, we talked about this a little bit earlier because that you like to combine workshops with adventures. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about that a little bit more. And are there ways that, uh, we could, you know, each create our own adventure to help us break out of a rut if we don't have Sonia with us? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, you know, I guess for me, I've realized that maybe I just do it so naturally. I just think of, you know, what it is that I'm physically doing and what does that represent for me in life? I guess I, I've done a lot of hiking. It started probably with hiking. My mom was big Norwegian, you know, she loved the mountains. So we climbed a lot and there were, there's one hike in particular. I hiked with my sister where we, we kind of turned this corner and suddenly found this icy like drop off really. And, you know, I, we were so close to the top and I was like, well, let's just take one step. And then suddenly I was literally hanging on this icy cliff and I was frozen because oh. I couldn't go up or down. I was so scared. Oh, God. <laughs> 
But in that moment, I was like, well, and my sister's like, come back, come back. This is dumb. And I was like, (laughs) one more step, you know? And, and then I just took like this one big more step and it was just enough to look over the ledge. And I realized right above the ledge, it was flat and dry and I could see the top of the mountain. It was completely within reach. And all it took was just that one step, that one step where we're so scared, you know, in that moment where you feel like you can't go any further and you go that one more step and you realize, oh, it's, it's possible. And so I would say, whatever that is for you, it could be a walk, you know, walk a different place that happened for us in Greece. We were like, I've got this so ingrained in my family. I was like, let's just take one more step, you know? And we were like one more step and we ended up around a corner and up a hill. But then it was so cool. Suddenly we were overlooking and it turned out the Russian ballet was like in this Greek amphitheater and we could see it from where we were. It was so spectacular and it wasn't that hard. It was just, it took one more step, (laughs) you know? And so I would say, like, be curious in some adventure, whether it's walking even in the city, like go a different way and just take one more step and see what's around that corner. What's one more thing that you could look at? What's one more person you might be able to notice or talk to that might just stretch you just a little bit? Or if you want to get more adventurous and do something you haven't done, what's that one thing? Maybe it's... It doesn't even have to be like this big physical. It could be, I don't know, karaoke for you. That's my next ter- terrifying thing because I'm so not a singer. It's just like, all right, just take that one step and sing. You know, but like what's that thing outside your your comfort zone? And what do you need to do in order to make that happen? Because whatever you're doing in that moment is exactly what you need to do in life and you can't do it. And once you physically have done it, it's in your body, it's in your nervous system. It's there. You just have to place the mental awareness around it. And then you'll, you'll have that mind body connection. That's so, so powerful. Well, those are great messages. It's, you know, that the power of, of saying yes to things and believing in yourself. And then the power of, I love that, Hold and go visual climb image. the mountain. Yeah, yeah, one more step or two One more thought. step. <laughs> yeah, like I was saying before, before, uh, before we started, that this past week I I was with my family in Vermont and we tried goat yoga, which was so much fun. I mean, as I said, we didn't. I don't quite know how much yoga we got into because we were so in love with these little baby goats and climbing on us. And, but it just was such a joyful thing. And my daughter had wanted to do it and it was like early the next morning and I was almost going to say no. And then I'm like, Oh, you know, I'm just going to do this. And I was so glad yeah. I did. it's just, you know, it's, it's that just saying, okay, why not? We're going to try this. And it was, it, it was great. It really what was. What was your biggest takeaway from doing that? I'm so curious. It was, ju- it was such a joyful, happy experience. And there must've been 30 people there and everyone was smiling and people were like, every time a goat would come over and they would watch it climb on someone, everyone would just start to giggle. <laughs> And it, it just was pure joy and happiness. And you don't, you know, get to experience a lot of that throughout the day. That's what you realize. I, I need more baby goats in my life. 
<laughs> and isn't that so cool? And so then you could take it and be like, well, what's one baby goat I could add to my life this week, right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> So that sort of brings me to, I know it at your website, and I don't know if we're going to be able to do this with an audio podcast, but I figured I'd try anyway. You have some, so many great videos at your website and on, on, on YouTube. You call them these Modi minutes that are yeah. quick little mind body exercise to help you improve your life. So I'm just wondering, is there something that we could do in a minute that would help motivate listeners? Ooh, Okay. Um, so sure. So I'm going to invite you to stand up and we're going to just, um, actually maybe we'll just do an affirmation cause that's really easy. So we'll do a little boxing cause I love that. So yeah. put one foot in front of the other, most people put their left foot front, their right foot back, and then just punch out with your left hand, two punches with your left and then one with your right. And it doesn't have to be super coordinated or wonderful or fabulous. You're not trying to knock anyone out. But as you're punching out, just say, I can do it. I can, can do, do it. it. I can, can do, do it. it. <laughs> and think about what it is that you really want to do. Imagine it. And while you're doing it, visualize. See that thing that you want to do. Whatever it is. Maybe it's make a phone call. Maybe it's speak to a crowd. Maybe it's paint a beautiful picture. Maybe it's have a child. I don't know. Wherever you're at, whatever. Start a new business. You know, like, I can do it. I can do it. And really get fierce. Say it like you mean it. Connect emotionally. It's such a key. And just let it out. I can do it. One more really big. <laughs> I can do it. <laughs> well, I, I know that works because I've seen you do this at some of our events. And it's so much fun looking out at an audience and seeing 125, 150 women standing there doing that. And everyone gets so into it for those couple of minutes. So it's like, yeah. you're our, it's like you're our baby goat, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I love it. So that's just, so everyone has to go and look at your, and, and, and take a look at your videos. Cause they're, it, it's so great. And oh, I cannot you. believe how this time has flown by. Oh my gosh. We're going to have to have you back to talk to us some more, but tell our listeners how they can get modicized. Cause not, I know you're in New York. So for people here and and people around the country because yeah. there's so many different ways we can get Sonia so <laughs> tell us uh well you could definitely go to the site modicize m-o-t-i-c-i-s-e.com and there I also I have a variety of programs so I have some online programs I am going to be starting in the beginning of October a 21 day challenge that combines coaching and motor size to really go after something that you want to, to really create that change that you want or to make that transition and and I'll also have some phone calls in there to to be there to to coach you along um so that look out for that but you could sign up and you'll hear about oh, it oh that's great um, there's also a Modicize Mindset Reset DVD that we've actually won an award for. So it's super cool. It takes you through the whole Mindset Reset process. And that one you can do if, as a DVD if you actually own a DVD player anymore. Otherwise, there's a, a download, which is easy. And if you don't want the 
to actually do that exercise if you're not like a cardio person, but you want to take a walk or swim or bike, you can, there's an audio download as well. So you could just do the audio to whatever exercise you're doing or driving if you want. (laughs) It's better if you move. (laughs) Um, And um, yes, I'm available to speak. And um, I'm also doing some very traditional uh, coaching sessions as well. It's something I used to do before I did the movement, but I'm bringing back some straight coaching sessions too. Um, And I do a lot of mind body there. So it's not as as uh, aerobic, perhaps as modicized, but it also gives you that deep connection and helps move you forward. So lots of ways you could just contact me at modicized.com. And yeah, that's, that's how, and I'm on all the social media things. I do a Twitter chat, hashtag better life chat on Tuesdays at 11. So that's sort of like some online coaching. We usually talk about a theme that will give you a hashtag better life. Well, that is terrific. And it's just always so great being around you because you you make everybody smile and you do motivate all of us. And I always feel so happy in your presence. So thank you. Thank Thank, you. Thank you for doing this today. And we'll have you back on again soon. So thanks. Uh, My pleasure. Have a great day. Find your goat this week. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Bye.